Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can listen to our Warren Radio episodes on danaglinsmith.com and warn-usa.com. Warren Radio is on the following platforms. Amazon Prime Music in Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and Pocket Cast. This is from the WIBR Warren Radio on America and Christianity. We are called to live for Christ and to be a light in a dying world. Nevertheless, as believers, we can stand for truth against those whose godlessness and hatred have pushed this nation past the brink of lawlessness and division right into the apocalypse for this country. Do not miss the featured posts this week of our in-depth biblical articles and radio shows featured on both warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Featured on danaglinsmith.com, Past Prophetic Eclipse Warned America, Christian Truth and Warrior Faith, Islam and the Antichrist Jesus, Mother of Harlots and the Beast, featured on warn-usa.com, Ransomed, Redeemed, Returned, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 91 on Battle Lines, Apostle to the Gentiles, Book of Romans, Part 21, Antichrist, Gospel War, Classic Warn Radio, Faithful Endurance, Freedom, Religion, Deliverance Redeemed, and the Moses Series Man of God. And don't miss these Warren Radio radio episodes from November 29th through December 1st. The Wednesday Advocacy, November 29th. Trial of Faith, Righteous Truth, Prayer, Hope, Freedom, Christian Persecution. Thursday's Battle Lines, November 30th, Judgment and Justice, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 198. Friday, Sound the Shofar, December 1st, Kingdom War and the Coming Word Was God, Part 13. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana G. Smith. The Rising continues the story of Mac, a former black ops sniper, and details the takeover of America. There's danger and intrigue. The nation is at risk. Dark forces are plotting to bring this country into the globalist new order. Hidden within the storyline of the rising is the truth of what's happening in America now. And you can get your copy by going to Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Books a Million, Ingram, Walmart, Google Play, Angus and Robertson, and many more. The rising ebook can be found on Google Play. And you can also get your copy of The Rising by going to danaglinsmith.com and while on the site, be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter and visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop. And now, I welcome in the Watchman.
You're listening to WARN Radio on the WIBR WARN Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's good to be here. Yes, we are here on the 13th. And, of uh, December already. Yes. And so on our calendar, uh, the shows we're doing this week, uh, this will be it until the until January 2024 we are going to have a show tentatively uh, we'll put it in the schedules but it'll be on the first and uh, it could be on the you know on a regular time but we kind of wanted to do it a little early because this is going to be a year uh, beginning of the year show so um, we'll let you know uh, but we do ours in our um, in our own uh, little media center and recording center. So uh, then we put everything up. So it's not important to try to catch it live because uh, we do it live here and then we put it up. So at any rate, other than that, we wish you a good holiday. And uh, remember, the reason for the season is Yahshua, Jesus Christ our Lord, the only begotten Son of God who came and died on the cross. He provided atonement, so he had to die, but he just didn't die. He was resurrected from the dead, and he's coming coming again, and every eye shall see him, and he's coming you know, like lightning comes out of the east and goes to the west. He's not coming to die again on the cross. He's coming to set up his kingdom and judge all men. So, uh, and what we do during these two weeks, uh, we take care of a lot of issues uh, that we do. This is just work taking care of all the shows, getting them lined up. Um, that we've already done and also going through and updating all the all the folders and the files and uh, keeping our websites up so there will be always things on our websites um, and don't forget to go over to our website warn-usa.com davidglennsmith.com and check out our books uh, on the steel series the rising and Steal the Darkness. Uh, the Rising is our latest book, and you can find uh, the books on both sites and links to get them. You can find our bookstore over on danaglennsmith.com, and uh, they have, uh, you know, reviews on them, so you can check out what other people are saying. And uh, so that's pretty much what we're doing. Uh, so we're going to be signing off, you know, uh, we'll be doing Wednesday, Thursday night, and uh, our series on Friday, we finished that uh, on on the 8th, I think it was, and so we've got to get a new series for that. We've got a lot of things that we've got to make decisions on, so we regularly take this time off. Uh, in order to get everything ready for the next year. So we are now going to um, another feature that we have, and that is we take an article every week from our websites, and it can be an article, uh, you know, a regular article, or it could be uh, our special articles that... uh, Uh, we do with all of our shows which is a little different than most podcasts I write full articles and everything with every podcast 
uh, every broadcast we do, been doing it for years, and it gives you a little background of what we're doing, and uh, you'll be able to download that. We don't charge anything for the downloads, it's not cheap, uh, and we don't have an overabundance of ads like a lot of people do. So appreciate by coming to our websites that you, you're not met with multiple pop-ups, multiple videos and everything, and where you read three or four lines of the article in between every um, uh, ad. So it, it's really, you know, our websites are totally different. So check them out, tell your friends about them. And uh, they're truly uh, an end of days prophetic watchman website. We've been doing this for years and uh, 25 years now. So we're going to do this. America's captors. Now this is a prophetic warning. And of course the warning is encapsulated in our article, America's captors, a prophetic warning. This is found on the Watchman Institute for Biblical Research. Now that's why we have um, the WIBR Warren Radio. The WIBR in our logo and everything that when we say, well this is the WIBR Warren Radio. The WIBR stands for the Watchman Institute for Biblical Research. And the Watchman Institute has been with us for many, many, many years. And uh, WARN Radio, the acronym WARN, stands for the Watchman Alert Radio Network. And we had another one a long time ago called WINGS Ministries. That's Walking in the Newness of God's Spirit. Acronym HEAVEN is what. So you got to pay attention when I'm doing stuff because I may throw acronyms or any number of things in there. So uh, uh, America's captors... I call it an epistle of the end of days, and it presents a prophetic warning to America and to the nations. Um, you know, one time long ago, I was just warning America, and then our listeners said, well, I'm one in particular said, I'm from Canada, and we need what you're teaching in Canada. So I started including it to be the nations, and uh, we do have people listening around the globe. And so this article is written by myself, Watchman Dana G. Smith, and that's pretty much uh, who writes everything. I do get a couple emails wanting to write certain articles, but, uh, you know, we're we're really not one of those sites that uh, just let anybody put stuff on there because we are a special target market, period. And uh, I have been calling America to repentance along with Tower for over two, de two decades. The first time that we talked about, you know, what was coming was back in 1973. So we've been on this road a long time. Now this particular message, America's Captors, a prophetic warning. is a message of mercy and judgment sent to the kingdom of men. Now you're going to find both of them in this message and the question is which one will you choose? Now another verse, Revelation 22, 12 through 13 And behold I come quickly, my reward is with me to give to every man according as his work shall be. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. That's at the end of the book. In the beginning of the book, he says, "I." he tells you who he is, and one of those things that he is is called the Almighty. So when we look at Revelation, John summed up this, the whole total between Revelation 1 and Revelation 22, his message. And that's the revelation of the Son of God on this earth and his kingdom along with the redemption of the saints, which is why Christ came. And so I'll read a couple of little paragraphs from this. The Lord thunders from the heavens. 
A mighty noise upon the wind rises as the kingdom of man looks to see what is going on. Dark is the day and the night is bitter, for the fearful take refuge away from the sound. For the end thereof shall come, and in the midst thereof terrors shall walk the land. For the heap within shall be stirred, and the systems of men will be violated. Nothing shall be prevented, for man in his pride has rejected the Lord. The sins have risen in the flood, and flood the people with iniquity. They rejoice in their evil and persuade others to do the same. No one sees the purging of truth. And those who do are quickly brought low. Look not to the west, nor gaze upon the horizon, for the day is dark. The foreboding thereof covers the earth as a blanket. Where do we go? What to do when the hand of the Lord covers the people with judgment? Why did they not listen? Listen, wisdom has failed, for this people does not fear the Lord. Will there be an escape for the righteous? Where will he go? Can anyone know this? For the righteous are hid among the secret places. Pride goes before the fall, and the mighty shall be felled like a large tree, which is cast down to the earth to rot. For their pride has led them astray, and knowledge of the Most High has been rejected. But the righteous have asked and sought the Lord, saying, is there an escape for us? For we have not done as these. Shall we perish from the wicked with the wicked? Now Second Thessalonians 3, 2-3 And that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for all men have not faith. But the Lord is faithful, who shall establish you and keep you from evil. Amen. Now this is America's Captors, and this is just an excerpt, and it was written by myself, Dana Glenn Smith, and I write a lot of stuff, and this is not a lot of these prophetic things that I'm putting up. These things have been written in the last 25 years, and I always republish them, and I go through them, and uh, take care of any any sloppy script or anything. So let it be recorded in heaven. And when I'm given prophecy and I'm writing like this, especially if it's important, I'll say, let it be recorded in heaven. Let the, let the Lord God be the judge thereto as to the veracity, truth, and genuineness of this epistle. And see, that's, that is exactly how I feel when I write these. These are given to me, and uh, it's not how you may think. I don't sit here and have somebody talking and tell me to write this word and this word now. No. It comes out of within my spirit through the Spirit of God. To the righteous in this land and elsewhere, be righteous still, for the Lord comes, as he has stated in Revelation. To the wicked in this land and elsewhere, continue to do as you have done, as given by the Lord in Revelation. To all I say, repent and seek the Lord. And not only do we have articles, but the Warren radio shows are hosted by the watchman Dana G. Smith and Tower, who is co-host. The WIBR Warren radio websites and ministries is an in-depth biblical teaching, preaching, warning agency for these last days, specifically called to this time. All scripture that we use is almost always the K, uh, KJV, and if it's not, we'll let you know. The work and ministry of the WIBR Warren Radio is about the testimony of Jesus Christ through the faith of Jesus Christ by the mercy of our God and our Father through His grace extended, flowing from the love of God to all people everywhere, commanding everyone to repent. You can join with us in this ministry and donate to help spread the message of Jesus Christ and His gospel to the glory of the Father. 
And again, don't forget to check out my book, The Rising, as well as Steal the Darkness. Go over to our websites and uh, get a book. Read it. Leave a comment and let us know. So there we have it, America's Captors. Now you can read this over on DanaGlennSmith.com. Well, I'll tell you, you can see the shaking. Some people seem to be blind. Yes, they do. So we're, you know, this comes via International Christian Concern. You can go over to persecution.org. And this is about Gaza. There's been a lot of topics about Gaza. But this comes from, you know, an international aid agency for Christians. International Christian Concern. They deal with helping Christians worldwide. And Christianity in Gaza has been discussed and brought up as an issue. But the people seem to be more interested in supporting Hamas, who are crooked, and they're wicked, and they're evil. I saw the first photographs to come out of Gaza. And the first photographs that were taken of those that Hamas murdered, burned to death. They baked a baby in an oven. And you know, the atrocious That's thing is, is that worldwide, people have proven how corrupt they really are because they stand up for Hamas in Gaza. The Gaza people themselves, those involved there, don't want Hamas anymore. And it's amazing how much the world hates Israel. But I got news for you. Israel ain't going nowhere because the Lord God will take care of her. And the Christians, many of them will support Israel because Israel is going to be part of the end of days. Yes, it is. And they're going to be redeemed. And many of them are already. So Christianity in Gaza dates back, it's considered to date back to the 4th century. And uh, there was monastic communities by St. Hilarion. And the oldest church active in Gaza, now I don't know if it's still there or not, but it was St. Porphyry's Greek Orthodox Church. St. Porphyry's was a 5th century bishop of Gaza. That's hard to believe, doesn't it? Oh, it is. The church site is considered among the three oldest churches in the world and predates, predates Islam's arrival to the region. Many of Gaza's modern Christians are descendants of the Arab Christian communities from cities on the Mediterranean coast such as Joppa. They came to Gaza when displaced in the wake of the first of several Arab-Israeli wars after the establishment of the modern state of Israel in 1948. Other Christians in Gaza have lived in the city and surrounding cities for centuries. More than 80% of Gaza's Christians belong to the Greek Orthodox Church. Around 100 Roman Catholics are part of the Latin parish of the Church of the Holy Family. The remaining are part of the Baptist Protestant Church of Gaza. Despite their small number and religious minority status in a volatile region, 
Gaza's Christian community has historically played an outsized influence in Gaza's society. The years from 2007 to the present, unfortunately, have seen a sharp decline in the Christian population. Despite a rapid increase in Gaza's population during the same period, in 2007 the Christian population was estimated around 3,000 people, while in 2023 it is fewer than 1,000 in the region of more than 2 million people. High rates of immigration from the pressures of living in Gaza, coupled with the challenges of being a Christian minority in Gaza, has resulted in a dwindling remnant. And so that's just a portion of this article. There's a lot of reasons here. A lot of troubles. But you see, Hamas gained control. And I'm not here to convince you about whether you love Hamas or hate Hamas. The things that Hamas did were damnable. And it's not surprising because they're Muslims. It's and unconscionable. And a lot of the Muslims like jihad. It was unconscionable. It was unconscionable. And so I staunchly oppose any Islamic army that is going to do like these people do. And there's only one way to be saved, and it's that message that we herald. And so, one of the things that they do, and have been doing, is helping the Christians in the Gaza Strip. And most of the Christians have moved on from one part of it, the southern part is where Israel hit first. Now they're um, they're expanding that. But this has not been easy on Israel and it hasn't been easy on the world. But it's amazing to me how corrupt people can be when they follow the crowd in hating a nation that has gone through hell during World War II at the hands of Hitler. And it amazes me how many people don't have a care for all those innocents that Hamas slaughtered. So when I see y'all, you know, supporting Hamas and hating Israel, I'm going to tell you one thing. You're going to be in trouble. Because if you take the side of anti-Israel, God will recompense you accordingly. You shouldn't have hate in these last days. And slaughtering and killing and maiming is not the proper method. The world, though, rejects Christ. Paul talked about that in Second Thessalonians 2. They would reject the love of the truth. And the love of the truth is God so loved the world he gave his only begotten son. And he died providing atonement for us and was resurrected from the dead. The world will reject that truth. And many of them already have. But yet, even as I said that, there are many Muslims coming to the Lord as I speak. And there are Israelis, Jews, that come to the Lord as well. But there's coming a time when they will wholeheartedly repent. And that will happen. We have just begun this trip down the road into the end of days. And into the tribulation which you haven't even entered yet. Woe unto thee, who is foolish to discount the things which I have discussed right now. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Yes. Christian refugees find hope in churches. This comes to us via Mission Network News Online dot org. 
The ongoing conflict between Armenia and Azerbaijan, rooted in decades of historical and territorial disputes, has once again captured international attention as violence flares in the South Caucasus region. Roughly 150,000 Armenians fled the disputed enclave of Nargano-Karabakh in late September after Azerbaijan attacked. Azerbaijan now demands that Armenia hand over eight more villages in the region. Armenia has so far refused. Eric Mock with Slavic Gospel Association explains, the area of Nargano-Karabakh is really a sacred area. In fact, the people that live there go back many, many, many generations. It has been at a flashpoint for especially the last year because there has been this blockade that has meant no food and no resources coming to the region of about 150,000 people. The conflict, which has its origins in the early 20th century and was reignited in the late 1980s, centers on the disputed region of Naragano-Karabakh. The two nations, Armenia and Azerbaijan, have engaged in multiple military clashes <coughs> excuse me, and full-scale wars, resulting in significant loss of life and instability in the region. Mark with Mock with SGA has had a relationship with Armenian churches since the 1990s. We have been supporting their missionary pastors. We have been helping them with their Orphans Reborn program and Children's Christmas program. Of course, Emmanuel's Child is coming up and training now as well. So all aspects of SGA ministry have actually been engaged in the country of Armenia since the fall of the Soviet Union. SGA has supported three Armenian churches in Naragano-Karabakh, specifically with food aid and spiritual encouragement. Now those churches fled. They lost everything, their buildings, everything, their livelihood, but they regathered outside of Yerevan, Armenia. So I and Mock says he was able to spend time with them. The three churches that fled have already reformed and have grown by 40% from other refugees coming and trying to ask for those messages of hope. So what God has done, much like we saw in the crisis in Ukraine, is he has provided a circumstance by which these churches are now flourishing, even though they've lost everything. Churches already established in Yerevan, are also housing refugees from Nargano-Karabakh. Story after story, we hear refugees that that have come and her, have heard the gospel, says Mock. Several of them would have been ag- antagonistic to the Christian go- appeal, the gospel. The thought of even walking through a church, their context was that Armenian apostolic church so they had been taught the protestant church was against the faith against the good of the country against all the people but they found that those were the churches that were actually trying to take care of them those are the churches from which they heard the message of grace and people are coming to faith so remember to pray for the armenians to know that they are not forgotten by the church and ask the Lord to add fuel to the church in Armenia and for the gospel to change hearts across the region. That's a good story. Thank God that he's working in their lives. And well, you know, and there are a way so many. Yeah, there's so many people that need help. Which is, you know. It's just astounding. All the persecution that's ramping up around the world. Yeah, it is. Well, we're over here in Minsk, and Minsk, M-I-N-S-K, is the capital of Belarus. It's really kind of funny because, you know, um, now this comes to us by forum18.org. 
and they cover a lot of the stuff that you may not see anywhere else because they're dealing in in Russia, uh, some of the former Russian republics, uh, in some areas that you probably wouldn't even think about. And Form 18 covers all manner of, uh, you know, civil rights and equal rights. Not just Christians, but they have a full slate that they watch out for. And uh, earlier this year, the Minsk City Court ordered the liquidation of New Life Full Gospel Church. Now, see, this is a full gospel church. There's a difference between a full gospel and another kind. Now, in America, a full gospel church is like a Pentecostal church. Um, it goes back to Amy Simple McPherson. It goes back to the Azusa Street Revivals, uh, the Assemblies of God. You, you know, they are uh, their roots were in the full gospel church and the Pentecostal movement. Uh, now, these... You know, it doesn't matter what it is when you get over in Russia and some of these other countries. Um, they definitely really monitor the churches. Now, see, the way the Biden administration and some of them have been acting towards Christians and patriots and stuff uh, gives us the idea that there are those in our government that want to do the same thing. And uh, we, you know, I'm convinced that's exactly what they will do, and we've already seen uh, part of this already. Now, the Minsk Executive Committee. There was particular one person. I'm not going to read her name. Um, she had called for liquidation uh, of the. New Life Full Gospel Church. <laughs> you know, now this is where they come into the extremists. See, if you're preaching a gospel where you need to have Jesus Christ in your heart and life and you need to repent absolutely, then the world is going to get mad at you. It will every time. And in America, it is like that. In the America I was raised in and Tower was raised in, Everybody went to a church on Sunday. Sundays were closed. And, uh, you know, you went to church. And you knew who Jesus, Yeshua, was. So she called for this particular church to be closed because the online materials they found extremists. Now, see, that's the new word. Yeah, that's horrible. I hope they lose it. I hope that she loses the case and the church yeah. can keep going. Well, this word uh, extremist is exactly what the Biden administration uses. Yeah. So, I mean, it's easy. What is an extremist? Well, I would call Hamas an extremist because they burn little babies in ovens until they're black. <clears throat> and they do a lot of other things. And they brag about it. Yeah, and they brag about it. So make no mistake, there's extremists out there. But if you're a Christian, you believe in redemption and salvation, which is you have a right to and before God, you know, but the Lord said, you know, if they hated me, they will hate you. And they definitely hated the Lord. All you have to do is get into John and read that a healthy number of portions and you begin to understand she claimed that the church had conducted activity not set out in its statute. And so the church, therefore, went against it. They didn't want the liquidation. And uh, a church member recently told Forum 18 that they're waiting, you know, for an answer. Well, sometimes answers don't come for a long time and sometimes by the time the answer comes they've already shut and and uh, shut the door of the church and evacuated it uh, you know and it's vacant and uh, they get rid of it before even something comes down and uh, 
Now these materials, well, you can imagine what it is. It's about redemption, about change. You know, it's about the true and the living God. That's why, you know, there's going to be wickedness, you know, and there's going to be a tribulation because, you know, there are those who are wicked. And when Christ comes again, and it states that clearly, he will destroy those who have destroyed the earth. And in the process of destroying the earth, they killed multitudes. So, uh, even though the materials from the New Life Church don't violate any rights of others, they still want to get rid of them. And New Life continues to meet in what they call borrowed churches because the regime kicked them out of their own building. And, and see, remember... What a crock. They kicked him out of the building and they haven't even gotten a, a verdict yet. Yeah, they haven't even been to court. That's wrong. And of course, the one that did it refused to explain why she had did that. And so... Recently, I mean, it was a couple of years, a few years back, they demanded a large tax that New Life Church has to pay. And they re renewed it in July of 2023, and they put it into court. And the court ruled in favor of the church in November of this year. But they're still in a mess. They still don't have, you know, I don't understand how they can have favor of, uh, of in a judgment and they don't even have their church. You know, how does that work? Good question. You know, this is nuts, but this is the way it is. Now, we got a little bit different deal coming up here. And we're going through a few things from internationalchristianconcernedpersecution.org. And this is their uh, persecuted uh, coverage of 2023. And uh, we're going through nations that are the top threat to Christians. And of course, here we've got, uh, <laughs> it shouldn't be any surprise, it's Iran. So, Iran led by Grand Ayatollah Ali Khamenei. He's the one that operates the Islamic Republic with a strict adherence to Islam. Now, Tower, earlier when I was telling you about that woman that I saw online that was buried up to her neck. Yes. She was from Iran, I believe. And That's they were horrible. giving her a tablespoon of water and then they were going to stone her to death. And the only thing she had was her head sticking above the ground. I mean, this is brutal. It is. So Iranian prisons are notorious for harsh conditions and torture. Many Christians suffering incarceration for their faith. That's a fact. Iran's anti-Christian agenda extends beyond its borders. That's a fact as the Islamic Revolutionary Corps influences neighboring countries. That's a fact. District restrictions on church activities, worship, Christian gatherings, coupled with growing anti-Christian sentiment, pose significant challenges to religious freedom. And the government cracked down on public protests in 2022 to 23. 
And so Christians and religious minorities suffer severe persecution under Sharia law and this theocratic rule. So the prisons there, you know this one, the notorious Evan prison. It has very harsh conditions, extreme torture. Now that makes you want to visit, doesn't oh, it? Oh, I know. These prisons house many Christians incarcerated by a skewed judicial system for practicing their faith. Those who survive the experience tell chilling tales of severe deprivation in humane treatment. And Iran's anti-Christian ambitions do not stop at its borders. And you can find the Revolutionary Guard Corps in neighboring countries. But within this nation... You have 500 to 800,000 Christians out of a population of 87.92 million. 87.92 million in Iran. That seems kind of high. Yes, it does. Religious breakdown, 99.4% Muslim. And of those, almost 95% are Shia. 5 to 10% are Sunni, 0.3% are Christian, Jewish, or other. <laughs> God. I mean, this is why you have these organizations. In 1979, you had the Iranian Revolution to put the Grand Ayatollah as the, and I remember that as the supreme leader. 1989, following the death of Ayatollah uh, Ruhollah Khomeini, Ali Khomeini becomes the Grand Ayatollah. In 1990, Christian convert Hossein Sadaman becomes the first Iranian executed for apostasy. That's because he became a Christian. 2009, persecution against Christian converts escalate with raids and arrests on house churches and it increased. 2020, one million Iranian Christian converts. That's how many there are. And Ayatollah Khomeini heavily influences presidential election, allowing the new president to be Ibram Raisi, a hardline cleric known for severe human rights abuses. Oh, that's the one you want to put in there. Yeah. The Iranian Civil Court finds Christian convert for promoting Christian education, contrary to Islam. In August of, of 2022, a house church pastor, Joseph, uh, I can't even say it, begins a 10-year prison sentence for leading Farsi worship services with converts in his home. Just for leading, you know, in his home. Yeah, that's sad. You should be able to do what you want in your home. And so at any rate, you go through to September 22nd. A 22-year-old Iranian woman died under suspicious circumstances under police custody. Um, and uh, that particular thing had a lot of backlash to it. December 2022, uh, the Iranian regime pressures uh, the recognized Armenian and Syrian church leaders to issue a statement in support of the government. And in 2023, more than 600 people were executed from September 2022 to September 2023. That's horrible. That is just horrible. It is. So the big problem you have, you know, for more than 40 years, the Iranian regime has persecuted Iranian Christians through banning Farsi language Bibles, imprisoning church leaders, falsely accusing converts to Christianity as national security threats. But through it all, God is working a miracle and the underground Iranian church continues to grow.
when we see that a lot. So at any rate, that's Iran, a little bit about Iran. We can't cover everything on it, but you can go over to persecution.org and look for their uh, 2023 threat to Christians uh, uh, PDF that they put together. And so, are you ready for yours? Yes. This story comes to us uh, via persecution.org, ICC Gifts for the Persecuted. And you can go to ICC, no, I'm sorry, go to persecution.org to help the persecuted with gifts for this Christmas season. ICC gives you a way to give gifts to those persecuted Christians who live on the lifeline between getting by and dying. You rescue, restore, and bring life to families. ICC comes alongside Christians in their time of greatest need. This Christmas season, remember your persecuted brothers and sisters around the world by giving gifts to the persecuted when crisis strikes. In late August, we received calls from our staff on the ground in Pakistan, informing us of a massive riot that destroyed an entire Christian community in an instant. Disasters and attacks against the persecuted church can strike when we least expect them. That's why it's crucial to have a hefty emergency fund at the ready. That's where most needed fund is the glue for ICC. It helps us keep the lights on, cover expenses, and support all areas of ministry so we are always ready to serve as your helping hands and feet. We've shared with you about the brutality of terrorists who tear apart Christian families in the Democratic Republic of Congo. Hundreds of children of all ages are traumatized as they watch their parents die and then and are then physically and sexually assaulted. With your gifts, we supply these beautiful children with necessities, bedding, food, and so much more. <clears throat> If Muslims convert to Christianity and declare their allegiance to Jesus publicly in some regions, they may face immediate violence and threats. These new Christian believers stand to lose their families, communities, and very lives. Amina embraced Jesus and was exiled, exiled from her family. Her husband deserted her and deserted her and her children. Her suffering was relentless, marked by her son's tragic death a few years ago. After relocating to a safe town, a sister is monitoring Armenia, Armina, Amina, and she is learning to sew. Her daughter serves on the church's media team. Their lives will never be the same, but they will now forever be marked by the love of Christ and his loving body of believers. One of our flagship programs is our Bikes and Bibles initiative in India. We have trained and equipped more than 1,000 church planners, each with a bicycle and 100 New Testaments to take into hard-to-reach communities in a country that's hostile towards Christianity. These courageous and passionate evangelists reach difficult areas where they are often harassed and threatened by Hindu radicals. Two of our U.S.-based staff members recently visited a rural community and gave 20 bikes and 2,000 Bibles to 20 pastors. Their joy was infectious. Moses is an evangelist among a hunting and gathering tribe in Tanzania. After converting to Christianity in 2018 and leaving behind his family due to their rejection of his new faith, Moses settled near the people's forest and began sharing the gospel. He established a church for the community and provided food to help church members struggling with starvation. ICC helped a pastor with Bibles and food to ensure an ample supply for the church community with the, help, with the hope of drawing more people to attend and hear the word of God. And that's a wonderful ministry that's going on so you can visit persecution.org and that's international christian concern yep they do a lot don't they yes it's amazing 
Thank you, Lord. Now, I want to remind you that when we go through these, we don't get, take money for this stuff. We do this on our own because we are an advocate for the persecuted church. And when we tell you about donating to persecution.org or some other one, um, we don't get any money for that. That's not the way we operate. We do this out of the love for the spread of the gospel and the love of Jesus and for these fellow brethren. So remember that. This is totally, you know, we're telling you about it. Check them out. They're trying to do God's work. And uh, we're going to have to cut it short. But uh, something that came up in England, uh, there was a bill... And it was trying to disestablish the Church of England. And I was absolutely amazed at that. And there's a lot of people that want to see the Church of England separated from, you know, everything in Great Britain. And that just absolutely, you know, that goes way back to, you know, a lot of the early leaders that... Uh, Bloody Mary was one of them. And uh, a lot of people came to America because of the persecution led by the Church of England. So we're not going to cover that this week. I don't know if we will again, but you can read out about the Church of England. And they're trying to do a lot more because they do have a lot of uh, Muslims there and things are changing. So, Tower, we're coming up. Uh, we're going to be ending this. Uh, go ahead and uh, okay. say goodbye. Thank you for joining us, everybody. Whenever you do, we love you and we pray for you. We always hope the best for you in Christ Jesus. Please stay safe and may you enjoy this holiday season with your family and friends. May God richly bless you. And Please remember to pray for your brethren around the world and for us. And we, and we just want you to know that we care deeply about you. And if you want to write to us, you can do so by going to warn-usa.com. If you need prayer, let us know. Specific prayer, we'll be glad to pray for you. And we love you. So good night, everybody. May God bless you richly and make his face to shine upon you. Don't forget to go by our websites at warn-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. Listen to the shows, read the articles, and tell your friends. Check out our new books, my new book, uh, The Rising. You can find it on both of our sites, uh, danaglinsmith.com and warn-usa.com. Also, I want to wish you a very merry Christmas, happy holidays. Yes. And uh, it's about Christ. And uh, I'm not going to go into all the other things, but uh, just know that we have warm affection for all those, you know, and we want you just to enjoy the time and realize there's a Savior who loved you so much he died for your sins. So come unto the Lord Jesus Christ. And remember to read the book of John at least seven times if you've never read it before and meditate on it. Take care of yourselves. Until next time, Shalom. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, 
so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.